Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk. How bad can things get for Toshiba? Many of the group's problems stem from its $5.4 billion acquisition of the US nuclear power company Westinghouse in 2006. But scandal and governance failures have threatened the very core of Japan's one-time hero, say Leo Lewis and Kana Inagaki. Now a potential multi-billion dollar write-down from its nuclear venture means Toshiba may have to sell off some of its most prized businesses and there is a big risk that it could be delisted from the Tokyo Stock Exchange. This report is narrated by Leo. By mid-morning, the Toshiba Science Museum in Kawasaki is full of primary school children eager to be immersed in technology, innovation and a bold vision of the future. They are captivated by the pride of Toshiba, a humanoid robot that glides smoothly into view and presents the guide with a cup of tea. The robot, built from wood and string, was indeed state-of-the-art automaton technology when it was built back in the 1830s, a talisman from the pre-dawn of Japan's modernisation, created by the founder of a company that nurses an acute sense of its place in a nation's history. It is a place that now looks vulnerable, as Toshiba buckles under an intensifying storm of scandal, cover-up, a failure of governance and a soured nuclear gamble. In 2015, when the company confessed to falsifying its profits to the tune of more than $1 billion, many felt Toshiba had hit a nadir, But in late December last year, the company revealed that its problems went far deeper and that it faced a multi-billion dollar write-down on its US nuclear business. Credit rating agencies downgraded the company. The market no longer saw a dependable hero lumbering out of trouble, but an accident-prone scoundrel up to its old tricks. In the three days that followed the December 27 bombshell, Toshiba's shares plunged nearly 42%. With that initial panic over, calm has descended, but the sense of crisis remains, with Toshiba's admission earlier this week that it is considering spinning off its most lucrative flash memory business to meet any financial shortfalls. Toshiba's potential write-downs from its nuclear operations, estimated by some to be as high as $8 billion, look close to unbearable. Its lenders look nervous. Its options, including a partial fire sale of non-core assets that could raise as much as $5 billion, look humiliating for a group that in its earliest incarnations gave Japan its first electric street lamps, power stations, light bulbs, refrigerators and colour televisions. Its roster of world firsts, from the laptop computer to the DVD player and the NAND memory chip, sealed its global importance. Damien Thong... A Macquarie analyst says Toshiba is grappling with the reality that it cannot sell off the nuclear business. This leaves them with a second best outcome, selling off the crown jewels. It would be a shame if Toshiba is forced to let go at a low price, even if partially, a business 
the flash memory division, that has become central to its identity and to its future growth. It looked very different just four weeks ago. Toshiba's steadily rising share price suggested that the worst of the $1.3 billion accounting scandal that broke in April 2015 and involved inflating profit statements over seven years was behind it. Bolstered by a strong semiconductor business, it was on track to report a net profit of 145 billion yen, or $1.3 billion, following two years of losses totaling 500 billion yen. A dysfunctional leadership team had been sacked for not taking action to end the accounting scandal. An internal investigation castigated the company's profits-at-all-cost culture, but even sceptics believed the new board could be held to decent corporate governance standards. None of this, it turned out, had stopped the rot. Even under the harshest scrutiny of its corporate life, Toshiba's US nuclear power subsidiary, Westinghouse, had managed to get past Toshiba's board a dismally bad deal in late 2015 to buy nuclear construction company Stone & Webster from Chicago Bridge and & Iron. For an acquisition that was supposed to deliver $2 billion in annual revenues, Toshiba's disclosure at the time was, the investigation said, surprisingly minimal. Perhaps with good reason. Exactly a year after that deal was signed, Toshiba admitted on December the 28th that it would have to make write-downs of several billion dollars to reflect big cost overruns and delays on CB&I, S&W's nuclear projects in the US. The numerical vagueness of that statement has left analysts speculating that the total write-down to be announced by mid-February could be between $5 billion and $8 billion. Even the low end of that range would largely wipe out Toshiba's 363 billion yen of shareholder equity and leave it scrambling for survival options. For Zaher Khan, a Japan strategist at Jefferies, a greater concern is that Toshiba's latest misstep has revived the cockroach theory of corporate incompetence or malfeasance. The idea that where you see one cockroach, there are probably many others hiding. He says... The fact that the size of the assets and liabilities related to the CB&I S&W acquisition were never disclosed by Toshiba at the time of the acquisition is suspicious and could hint at malafide intentions from the beginning and highlights the oddity that the deal was done shortly after the appointment of an entirely new board. Toshiba says both due diligence and information disclosure were properly carried out on the deal. The group is says Mr Khan, at greater risk of delisting today than at any other time since the accounting scandal broke. The company needs to demonstrate stronger internal controls by mid-March to avoid a delisting. Separately, Kota Ezawa, an analyst at Citigroup, warns that the problems do not stop at Toshiba's nuclear business. Mr Ezawa says that the company may be forced to write down 143 billion yen in goodwill on Landis and Jaya, a Swiss maker of smart meter transmission technology, that it bought for $2.3 billion in 2011, noting that growth in Europe may be slower than projected. Toshiba says Landis and Jaya's earnings are growing steadily and that it did not see any need for a write-down. The conglomerate is, however, haunted by its recent history of deal-making. Satoshi Akutsu, a professor at the Graduate School of International Corporate Strategy at Hitotsubashi University, says that while Toshiba had once carried Japan's dream of catching up with Western countries and rebuilding a nation's prosperity after the Second World War, it has long lost its competitive edge, along with other Japanese groups like Sharp and Panasonic, 
in the household electronics market that made its name. According to Professor Akutsu, Toshiba's corporate brand has been shaken to the core with the latest string of scandals. But what Toshiba stood for had actually crumbled long before. Toshiba's current troubles can be traced back to its $5.4 billion acquisition of Westinghouse in 2006, a bold and expensive deal that was meant to catapult the Japanese group to the top league of nuclear power plant makers alongside General Electric of the US and France's Arriva. The deal coincided with a revival of interest in nuclear power, but the meltdown of three of the six reactors at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant in northeastern Japan in March 2011 changed the picture. Two of them have been built by Toshiba. After the accident, Japan closed all of its 50 operable nuclear reactors and other countries rethought their nuclear plans. As earnings deteriorated in the wake of the accident, pressure to meet short-term profit targets at Toshiba intensified, according to a report by a panel of external lawyers and accountants into Toshiba's accounting scandal. But analysts say Toshiba was already struggling to recoup its Westinghouse investment even before Fukushima. The $5.4 billion price tag represented 37 times operating profit and was twice the amount that some of its peers bid. After long denying such a risk, Toshiba took a $2.3 billion write-down on the value of Westinghouse's goodwill last April. Yoshiharu Izumi, a former JP Morgan analyst who is now at Longines, a Tokyo-based investment advisory firm, says Toshiba was under pressure to do the Westinghouse deal because it did not have very many growth areas, but it could not prevent the nuclear business from spinning out of control. The latest write-down warning has prompted Satoshi Tsunakawa, Toshiba's president and chief executive, to indicate that the company may even reconsider its presence in the nuclear industry. But in reality, analysts say there are few options, if any, for Toshiba to offload its nuclear business due to its role in Fukushima Daiichi's cleanup. Ironically, that obligation may act as a state lifeline for Toshiba. A former company executive says, The question of what to do about Toshiba's nuclear business has already gone beyond the decision of one company, since it affects Japan's wider energy policy. Decommissioning of the wrecked reactors is expected to take at least 40 years, and latest government estimates put the bill at 8 trillion yen. Kohei Murata, an anti-nuclear energy expert, and Japan's former ambassador to Switzerland, says the government needs Toshiba to continue its nuclear business for decommissioning purposes. That is one of the reasons why Toshiba continued to be involved in this business, even after Fukushima. Due to its key role in Japan's nuclear industry and the government's strategy, analysts expect major banks to continue lending to Toshiba to weather the crisis. If the support falls short, many expect the government, which has described the company as extremely vital to the country, to intervene at some point, either in the form of encouraging the merger of Toshiba's nuclear business with its rivals, Hitachi and Mitsubishi Heavy Industries, or through a state-backed bailout. Mr Izumi says, It's virtually impossible for Toshiba to return to stability like Hitachi or Mitsubishi Heavy in the near term. So who will come to help? It could be these two companies, or the government may become involved. In the near term, Toshiba is expected to face pressure from lenders and investors to bolster its finances by selling off its non-nuclear assets, such as elevators and air conditioner businesses. Its equity ratio, a measure of capital strength, stood at 7.5%, well below an industry average of over 30%, while its interest-bearing debt totaled 1.2 trillion yen.
After the accounting scandal, Toshiba sold its medical devices unit to Canon for $6 billion and its home appliances businesses to China's Midair. Its remaining jewel is the NAND memory business, which could be valued at about 1.5 trillion yen. It generates 15% of the group's revenue, which last year stood at 5.7 trillion yen. The company confirmed earlier this week that it was considering spinning off its flash memory business, a move that could involve the sale of a minority stake or a listing of the chip unit. Several private equity firms are already studying the asset, according to people close to the talks. Mr Thong says, The NAND flash business is doing really well. You would imagine the better outcome would be to focus resources on turning Toshiba into a successful flash memory company and close down or sell off the entire nuclear business. Unfortunately, the most credible buyers, the Chinese nuclear industry, may not be politically acceptable. In 1964, when the world's eyes turned to Tokyo, to the first Olympic Games held in Asia, and to a nation re-emerging as a global power, it was Toshiba that made the official transistor radios of the Games, a triumph of miniaturization made to look like a Japanese flag. With the 2020 Games in Tokyo just a few years away, Toshiba has a less glorious task, help persuade the world that Japan's capital is not imperiled by the 2011 nuclear meltdown. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe told the International Olympic Committee in 2013, Some may have concerns about Fukushima. Let me assure you, the situation is under control. That statement may just be true of Fukushima. It is less clear that it is true. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com. Of Toshiba. <laughs>